This is a Cincy fan talking with LP. You can catch me on Twitter. That's a Cincy fan talking. You say it like it sounds, just leave off the G. If you have ideas for the show, you can reach me at Cincy underscore fan talk at yahoo.com. If you have any suggestions for the show, make sure you leave them there. Who knows? You might find yourself as part of the show. Any feedback would be definitely appreciated. And also, make sure you hit the link tree page that's on my Twitter. Make sure you click on that. You can find all the different ways to contact me there. Enjoy the show. What's up, what's up, what's going on out there in podcast land? Welcome to another episode of a Cincy Fan Talking with LP. And this is yours truly, LP. Appreciate you stopping by for another episode of the Humble Pod. Appreciate you checking out that link tree and checking out all of the causes that's near and dear to myself. As always, if you can't donate, share the stuff out. Stuff on there that's near and dear to me. So share it out, do what you can for yours truly. Always appreciate that. We're going to get into some, uh, we're going to get into some stuff. Um, I wouldn't call it old stuff. It's more like stuff that just kind of popped back up on me. That's, that's what this is. Stuff that just kind of popped back up on me. That's, (laughs) that's kind of the theme of this whole thing. I wasn't thinking about this stuff and it just crept back on me. So that's what this whole episode is about. So we're going to go ahead and jump into it. Um, us, us Cincinnatians, we, we got this thing about us. We, I wouldn't say we feel inferior because we definitely don't. You know, we love our teams. We love our squads. But we're always waiting for the other shoe to drop. I mean, we just are when it comes to sports. We're we're always waiting for the worst to happen when it comes to sports. We expect the worst to happen. We just do. There, There are a lot of sports franchises that are like that. But when it comes to Cincinnati sports, we literally expect the worst to happen because the worst normally does happen to us when it comes to sports, if you're a sports fan. I mean, you're talking about a sports fan who watched the number one college team in UC have the best player in the nation at the time, break his leg before the tournament started in Kenya Martin. That happened. (laughs) As a sports fan, I watched the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl, up in the Super Bowl with like a up with a couple of minutes left. Watch Joe Montana just drive down the field and win the game. That happened. 
as a sports fan, as as a Cincinnati Bengals fan, I I literally watched with my own two eye sockets. <laughs> I I watched this. I watched the playoff win. Just get fumbled out of our hands by Jeremy Hill. And then just watch countless penalty after penalty happen a few years ago in the Pittsburgh Steelers just steal a playoff win. As a sports fan, as a UC and Xavier fan, on the exact same day, on the exact same court, about three hours apart, we watched the Bengals, we watched the Bearcats and the Musketeers blow double-digit leads in the second half to lose second-round playoff games. Like, what other city does this happen to? Like, and, and this is not me belly aching and crying. It's not. It's me asking a simple question that I asked last year um, around this time. Is there a Cincinnati curse? I answered this question last year. I said, no. I'm like, there's not a Cincinnati curse. With all of this stuff that happened, I'm like, there's not a Cincinnati sports curse. There's not. I'm like, I don't believe in that stuff. You know, you just got to fight harder. You just got to ball out. You got to play harder. At some point, things break in your favor. That's how it goes. I mean, it happened for Cleveland. I mean, who could be more cursed than Cleveland? It worked out for Cleveland. Who could be more cursed than Boston? It worked out for Boston. Who could be more cursed than the Chicago Cubs? I mean, 108 years? Like, be for real. Who could be more cursed than them? And it worked out for the Cubs. I mean, if they can get it done, uh, for somebody here in Cincinnati can get it done. Uh, we haven't won a playoff game here, a playoff series here since, what, 1995? 1995. It's been a minute. <laughs> like it's, it's been a grip. So I'm like, there's no curse. That's what I, was, that's what I said on the pod last year. Round about this time, right? Then Joe Burrow goes down. In 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 the I wouldn't say the craziest possible fashion, but everybody saw it coming. We're like, you gotta protect Joe. You gotta protect Joe. You gotta protect Joe. I mean, I'm on the pod sounding like a broken record week after week after week. Hey, you gotta protect Joe. Or else, I'm giving all types of analogies. Hey, it's like buying insurance for your house. Hey, it's like buying insurance for your car. I'm, I'm <laughs> that's what I'm saying here, like repeatedly. He gets hurt. So then the question pops up again: Are we cursed in Cincinnati as a sports fan? And I had a lot of homies saying the same thing. Hey, man, y'all cursed. Like, like it's a wrap. Y'all just basically cursed. And I just start thinking about it. Might we be cursed? Is all of this stuff happening to us as Cincinnati fans because we're cursed? 
is there a curse here? Now I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like maybe there's a curse that we just don't know about. Maybe something happened mid-90s that got us cursed. I'm I'm going back in time and I'm thinking, like, what could have happened? A lot of people don't remember this, but times were good here in Cincinnati for a little bit. We had some good squads. We had the Reds winning winning a World Series. We had the Bengals consistently doing playoffs late 80s, early 90s. Life was good. And then the bottom just kind of fell out for the Bengals. But the Reds were still cool. You know, the Reds were doing their thing. You know, they would they would do the playoff thing. You know, they would go on little mini runs or whatever. It was all good. And then the bottom just fell out around here. And you can attribute that to a whole lot of things. You really can. Ownership just kind of fell off with the Bengals. I mean, truth be told, they, they just did. I mean, you want to say they stopped caring, but I, I don't know. It was a lot of bad moves, a lot of bad moves. And then, truth be told, the good moves they made just didn't pan out. Players got hurt. Some players just didn't perform well. You had players that they picked in the right spots. They just had some really unfortunate injuries. In the mid to late 90s. It was, it was really bad. And then as far as the Reds. I mean. Baseball is a really funny game. I mean. You have a 162 game season. That you're playing. I mean. Seasons are long. And unlike football. Where you know. You can get hot. And run off a few wins. And you're good. Baseball tells all. Normally, in the regular season, the best team will make the playoffs, normally speaking. Now, once they get into the playoffs, eh, the best team might not win. But to make it into the playoffs, you're going to have to have the best team. And the Reds have been in the division with the Cardinals for the longest. They haven't had the best team in the division in the longest. I'm sorry to say the Cardinals have been better. And it's been a streak of bad luck for all of these teams, for the Bengals and the Reds. So you want to say they're cursed, but when you really look at it, they've been playing better teams, and they've just had a, a horrible string of bad luck. Like, it's been ridiculous. Even when you look at the college teams, I mean, the Muskies and the Bearcats, They've been doing amazing for the past couple decades. So we can't really say that they've been cursed. Yeah, horrible things have happened as far as the tournament, but you can pick pretty much any team in the nation and you can pull out a couple of instances where you go like, wow, that happened to you? That happened to your team? Like you can pick a shot that happened to somebody you can pick like an eight-minute stretch and you can go like, wow, that happened in a tournament to you? Oh, that's horrible. These things happen. They really do. So when you step back and look at it, you can easily say 
you're not really cursed. As horrible as that stuff sounds to a sports fan, when you look at it, when you take a step back, these things really do happen. It's messed up that they happen in this big glob of time, <laughs> like they're happening to our teams, but it happens to sports fans. I mean, everybody can't have a stretch like they've had in like in Boston in the Boston area where they're just running off win after win after win. I mean, it's epic around there. And everybody can't have that. Everybody wants that, but it, that doesn't happen every day. It doesn't happen every decade. You, you know, you just don't have those stretches. I mean, we would just like one. Just give us the one. I mean, we're not greedy around these parts. I mean, we'll take an FC Cincinnati dub. I mean, we really will at this point. I mean, we're, we're definitely not being picky and we're not being greedy. I mean, being competitive would be great right now, but let's be realistic. Let's be honest. We can take being competitive for only so long. And if you're really thinking about it, if you're a Cincinnati fan, you remember how being competitive felt. It was cool for a year, two years, three years tops. We were cool with being competitive. But after that, after losing in the playoffs for a couple of years in the first round, we're like, forget being competitive, man. Like, we want wins now. We want to go further in the playoffs. We want Super Bowl wins. So it's like success is relative. I was I was actually tweeting this to somebody when they were putting up some stuff about how the NBA scores, the top scorers in the NBA really don't have success once they make it to the playoffs. Success is really relative. It depends on the goals for that season and that team. You had a team like the 2001 Philly 76ers. That team made it to the NBA Finals with Allen Iverson putting up oodles of points and winning the scoring title and really not much else around. You can't say that team wasn't successful. No, they didn't win a title. They lost 4-1 to one in the NBA Finals. So... If you're asking were they successful in the did we win the title scale, no. But overall, was that team successful? Definitely they were. I mean, they won the NBA East. They had the best record that year in the East. And they definitely outplayed all expectations with not a lot around AI. So we can't say they weren't successful. So really, success is relative. You take the Bengals this year. If the Bengals put up six wins, that's a successful season. If they go six and 10, what, six and 11, if they play 17 games, I don't know. That's a successful season. It really is. Success is relative. And I know people are going to say, what's well, all about winning a title? These are professionals. It's all about winning a title. 
you can say that and you can be correct, but everybody sets different goals for themselves. Like everybody does. Everybody wants to win a title. I mean, nobody's going to go out there and say, hey, win six games on three. <laughs> One, two, three, win six games. Definitely not. But there are goals within the goals. So win a title. Win your division. Win X amount of games. They're setting these goals. I mean, you can believe it or not. You can think this in your head and go like, if they don't win the title, I'm not buying any more tickets. I mean, that's a little bit foolish for you to do personally. But as a Cincinnati fan, as a Bengals fan, and as a Reds fan as well, we need to adjust our goals and go like, look, we want them to go to the playoffs and we want them to win the title. Great. But what's a realistic season for the Bengals? What's a realistic season for the Reds? So we're not thinking they're cursed if they don't win a title this year. When realistically speaking, they're not in the hunt to win a title. I mean, they're not. If they do, that's great. That's absolutely awesome if they do. But realistically speaking, is this the year for the Bengals? No. <laughs> is this the year for the Reds? Not really. Last year was probably a better year for the Reds than this year. I mean, they lost a lot of pieces. So is there a curse? I'm still going with no. I I was a little bit shaky because of all the stuff that happened, but I'm still going with no, there's not a curse. I still don't think a year later after all the stuff that happened to the um to the Bengals and to all the different organizations here in Cincinnati, I still don't think there's a curse. I mean, let's talk about this again a year from now <laughs> and, and let's see how we feel. We'll just keep revisiting this topic and, and see how it goes because if something just keeps happening and keeps happening and keeps happening, maybe there's something to it. But you got to kind of look at everything globally. And globally speaking, sometimes there are droughts. I mean, as a sports fan, you have droughts. Everybody can't win <laughs> five or six to ten years. I mean, this is a drought for us. It's a super long and extended drought, and we would need somebody to break it. And we need management to step up. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. That's that's where I'm at. So if you're a Cincinnati fan, you go ahead and weigh in. Let us know. If you think it's a curse or not, uh, go ahead and hit us up on Twitter. Uh, that's a Cincy fan talking. Uh, you pretty much know it. Leave off the G. Pretty much know how it is. And let me know how you feel. We're going to go ahead Take a quick little pause. We'll be right back. Since you fan talking, it's your boy LP. Be right back. All right, y'all. We back. We back. You got a Cincy fan talking with LP. And of course, this is LP. And we we just having thoughts that that just kind of 
popped up on us and and we we had another thing that, that just kind of popped up on me so i'm i'm just kind of chilling in the house last weekend just just kind of hanging out and we 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 still not really quarantining but you know we we really keeping it safe and you know we just kind of you know we just keeping away from <laughs> generally people for the most part you know we we go out when necessary and, and everything but for the most part we still keep it to ourselves it's still a pandemic out there people make sure y'all understand that it's still a pandemic we we're not just running around here free just because some people got vaccines all right some of us do all of us don't <laughs> please keep that in mind so i'm i'm in the house just relaxing and and I get a text and it says, you know, hey, it's <laughs> it just says, hey, and I'm like, who is this? And it says, hey, this is this is your former student. Do you remember me? And it has his name on it and everything. And I'm like, hey, I remember you. So, you know, we get to talking and everything. And he's like, I want you to give me a call tomorrow. I'm like, no problem. I got you covered. So. I give him a call and I'm I'm thinking like, what is this about? You know, we texting back and forth and you know we're catching up and everything, and I'm like, man, I I already feel old. You know, we're 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 talking back and forth and you know I taught him in the sixth grade, and you know he's telling me he's he's a senior now and I'm like, wow, I feel old, old like <laughs> like this is this is kind of crazy. So I give him a call the next day and he he tells me that, you know, he he got my number from from another teacher and he says he, he just wants to thank me for for being his teacher. And he's like, you know, he wasn't the best kid back then, but he feels like there were a couple of teachers that stuck bound when he wasn't at his very best. And he was like, I was one of those teachers, you know, stuck by him and tried to help him out and, and pushed him when he wasn't at his best and and just tried to really be there for him. And he just wanted to call and say he really appreciate that. And he wanted to thank me. And he wanted to invite me to his graduation, you know, later on this year when they had their graduation. And I was I was really taken aback by that, like for one you you just don't see it coming you know like <laughs> you're just kind of hanging out in the house and you know you get the text message and you know it's one of your students and you're like oh wow like <laughs> just kind of blown away that they you know that they took the time to kind of say hey to you and then you get something like that and it, it was just mind-blowing that that he took the time to to say something like that because and and i always say this like especially for the grade level that that I teach that 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 we teach as as middle school teachers you know even as adults like we're we're unfinished products you know what i mean like like we're unfinished products now like we're we're just now finding ourselves like we're we're just starting to get it together so when you're teaching a middle schooler, you know, a sixth grader, a seventh grader, or an eighth grader, when you get them, they're, they're goofy and, 
you know, they're full of play and they're 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 trying to figure out the beginnings of who they are. And when they leave you, they're still in that stage. So you're really gonna see an unfinished product when they're when they're gone. So you you're not gonna see the true version of themselves. Like like you're not gonna see that. that that's not gonna happen. So when you see it, like, like when you see a different version of that person, you know, a, a more functional, almost adult, if you will, it, it's just mind blowing, you know, because you have all of these thoughts of what these kids can be, but they're not, they're not there yet. You know, you're kind of looking like, and, and this is what I told them. I was like, we would have you know, me and, you know, a couple of the other teachers, we would have conversations about this kid and we would be like, he, he's goofy. <laughs> Sometimes he says and does some dumb things like he does, but one day he's going to get it together. Like he would just have these moments where he would just do these things that were like remarkable. Like he would, he would be so helpful to people. And he would just be so, so outgoing and just so awesome. He would just have these moments. And we would always say when he gets it together, he's going to be awesome. And and we would say this. We would say this to him. Like, you know, because kids need to hear that. Like, they just do. And I was telling him this. Like, we would always say this. Like, I was like, you remember that? He was like, yeah, I remember that. I'm like, it's just amazing to, to see it all come out. And and I'm just kind of thinking to myself, like, like, wow, like, it's hard to envision that you're going to be in a position where you're affecting somebody like that. Like, you just, when, when you're younger, you just never really think that you're going to be a person that other people are looking up to. Like, like you just you just don't see it at first and then like once it happens you just kind of you just kind of think to yourself wow like like is this happening <laughs> like it's it's it still kind of freaks me out a little bit like it's it, it was it was it was a really awesome experience so we're just kind of talking back and forth you know we set everything up i'm like definitely make sure you hit me off with the information and it, it was just it was just a, a really cool experience and and not to say that it hasn't happened before but I think it was just different because it was somebody from I would say that class because you just kind of bond with a certain group of people with a certain group of kids and I feel like that group of kids was like an amazing group of kids. And now that they're all coming out and they're all about to graduate, it's, it's like really cool to see what they're becoming and what they can be. So it, it was it was a really cool experience. And then he was kind of telling me how they all stay in touch and how they all talk about the teachers that they had at that time period. And I was like, wow, like this is awesome. Like this it, it's really cool to see kids like staying together and keeping in touch like that because it is it's not something that you see every day i mean and i won't even say from kids today 
I mean, it's just not something that you see. Like, like you just don't see people sticking together like that. Kids, adults. I mean, you see a lot of people saying that they're together. <laughs> and then when things happen, you can kind of see them shift apart. And then you kind of see that the true meaning of what the group really is. But that group has been through an awful lot. Like they, they've been through not just the pandemic stuff, but they've been through like an awful lot of stuff. Like they've had a lot of ups and downs and to see them sticking together through all of that, it, it, they're a really amazing group. So I can say I'm, I'm really, I was really blessed to teach those guys and girls. So it was, it was cool to get the phone call. So just kind of wanted to, I wanted to talk about that a little bit because I'm like that, that kind of crept up on me. So like, it's cool to see like a very nice text. So before we slide out of here, I want to give a shout out to everybody that um, won the Smipe Awards. Um, so many people to name, so many people from the, from the retweet and support group that that got those smipers so shout out to all of y'all um i'll i'll see if i can link all of y'all in the um in, in the notes or something so i don't forget anybody but definitely a shout out to the um the plum forest pod squad for um for putting that together they did an amazing job on that so wanted to give them a shout out for for getting that done um shout out to everybody that won one shout out to everybody that got nominated because I mean, to, to put together an independent pod is, is something that's that's difficult. I mean, it's not the easiest thing to do out here. So to, to get that nod, to get noticed, is something that's definitely worth the shout-out and it's definitely worth the award. So to everybody out there, um, big salute. Um, big thumbs up and keep doing your thing out there. Um, keep pushing. Uh, we, we definitely got – y'all definitely got us in y'all corner, so – Hey, it's that's it's definitely one love for y'all. And on that note, we're gonna go ahead and slide out of here. Um, y'all know what it is. So as always, life is good. You can check us out next week. Peace out. If you're not ready for the conversation to end, I'm not either. Make sure to catch me on Twitter. That's the Cincy Fan Talking. Leave off the G at the end of it, and we can keep the conversation going. Also, don't be afraid to hit that subscribe button so you can catch the next episodes. The episodes will drop every Tuesday. If there's a change in that, I'll make sure to let you know. Appreciate the support. As always, life is good.